right, everybody. How's everybody doing? This is Hernandez with Inla on the live. I'm here with none other than Americo Garcia. What's going on, brother? What's going on? How's everything going, dude? Busy, busy, busy. I know, dude. They should say your middle name should be busy. Right? And you either catch me going one way or going the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just two ways, right? Yep. Dude, so give me the scoop, man. I know you, like I said, y'all been real busy. And tell me about... Um, Tell me about your schedule. You've been pretty crazy. Shoot, man. I mean, we've had we've had shows just about every weekend for months now. Um, we're we're ending strong. The rest of the uh, rest of the year is pretty much booked. Wow. Um, shows. The the only weekend actually I have off is next weekend, and I took the weekend off just to get married real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that's that's a pretty much good excuse, right? You yeah. Get a, yeah. You get a day off to get married, yep. and then good excuse. Good excuse is any. Hey, and then and then you go back again, right? You go yeah. back at the grindstone. Oh yeah. Uh, we are taking. Uh, I took the week off, you know, to to go do a little something, you know, honeymooning. Right. And uh, we're gonna have to be back. That next weekend, because I have a show. <laughs> wow, dude. That's crazy. So a lot of people, man, so tell them, tell, tell them a little bit, you know, the listeners, tell them a little bit uh, about your background, if you can, and, you know, uh, just okay. give, give them a little insight, you um, know what I mean? Well, shoot. Let me see. Let me start off. When I was, uh, man, I started playing guitar when I was maybe 10, 11, and um, I started in elementary school just uh it was just a guitar class. It was not, you know, any type not, of music. Uh, wow. Teaching you basic chords. Uh-huh. And um, I, didn't, I didn't really like guitar at first. I'm you, not even going to lie. You, you didn't like it? I didn't really like it. And, um, you know, uh, all, my, uh, all my family was uh, musicos, my grandfather. Really? My mom's side of the family. Um, my grandfather and his brothers, um, they were all, uh, they did like trio. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's some hard stuff. Yeah, dude. trio uh, type stuff. Uh, you know, multiple voices, multiple guitars. Right. Yeah. Leads, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, amazing to hear. Wow. Um, my grandmother, all her brothers, they were all mariachi. Oh wow! So two completely different genres. Two completely different ends of the spectrum, you know. And wow. it was just like, we would go my grandfather's side and see all, hear all the the voices and all the guitar, and it was just guitars. Mm-hmm. No basses, no drums, no right, right. nothing, just right. guitars. Right. Guitars and voices and it was it was killer, man. It was yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean you you're talking about two different styles cuz like the uh if if you look at the mariachi, even the singing style is 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 it's totally different. Oh yeah. It's it's not it's not the same and then um you know, I've seen I have seen and I have heard some pretty pretty cool trio. So I can only imagine you're like bombarded like two different styles and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and then um my mom, my mom's a a singer. Wow, my nice. mom, she's uh she's always been a you call her a mariachi, but you know, when you don't play an instrument, they say you're a cantante. Right, right, you're a singer. So, yeah, so she's she's a cantante. Nice. But um you know, I remember at a young age, man, being her sound guy pretty much setting up her equipment you know oh wow you know just putting the speakers little you know little basic radio basically you know and she's going to go sing at these places and you know i just remember at that young age setting up her equipment pressing pause and play on the cd skipping the tracks oh wow having everything written down okay the number one is this song and this song and this song okay she doesn't want to do this song and then she doesn't want to do this song okay cool so that's pretty much that's pretty much my intro. That was your that was your exposure. Yeah, and then um, I got a little bit older, 
And then I got into mariachi music with uh, when I got into middle school mm-hmm. because they had a program in Somerset. Oh wow! Okay. So I did I did a mariachi program and um, I kind of uh, I had already had a little bit of background, so I kind of I not, not advanced. I well I mean I guess yeah I did advance. Yeah, because you had a little you you were already learning you already learned a little bit so yeah. you kind of like a little leg up over everybody sort yeah. of say. And then once I learned the chords and everything, being that I grew up in that spectrum of music, I could hear the changes already when they were coming. Okay, this chord is coming up. This chord is coming up. It got to the point where I wasn't even reading the music like everybody else. You were just all feel. Yeah. And so at a young age, I started playing with groups. I mean, I'm talking 13, 14, you know, going gigging. Gigging, (laughs) dude. Okay, so then tell, tell 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 me this then. Who who was uh, what was the name of your first band, dude? And and what what were you playing? What was was it rock mostly? Was it, um, what was it? Do you remember? So, I I had <clears throat> I had some friends in school that I that I would jam with, but we never had like a formal band with a name or anything when it came to like the rock music and stuff. Right. Um. Honestly, the only bands I ever, like, really actually played with, played with, right. was, like, Tejano groups, Conjunto groups. Really? Man, I used to play with, you know, Mark Weber, y Los Cuernos, and, uh, you know, all those groups. Right. Around around Somerset? Yeah, around or San, San Antonio. San Antonio. Everywhere. My mom, you know. <clears throat> so, we grew up in, I grew up in Somerset area. Okay. And, I mean, we, we all know Liv Yarriari yeah, yeah. from around that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a little saying, Somerset and Summer Not, right? Mm-hmm. He Somerset, <laughs> Summer Not, exactly. <laughs> he always says um, that. <clears throat> when I first, you know, wanted to get into playing bajo sexto. Right. Lee, like, took me under his wing. Uh, I didn't have a bajo when I started. Oh, shit. So, he told me, he goes, hey. He goes, he told me, he goes, take the top four strings of your guitar. Take the top, the bottom two, the low strings. I mean, the, the high strings. Right. He said, take them off and put the top four, the low strings, on the bottom. And then I'll show you how to tune it. <clears throat> Mind you, we're at a bar in Somerset. Nice. You know, they're there. They're just having a good time. Of course. How, I, how old were you in that bar, dude? H. Rice should have even uh, been there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 14, 15. <laughs> hey, they all start out that way. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Go, go, yeah. Go. Um, you know, it's a country bar, man. Yeah, you know, is, we're all we're all in there. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, allergies kicking no, my butt, man. No, that's, all right, that's my fault. I woke you up early. We're here at like five a.m. He just got in at four. <laughs> no, because no, Lee told me the same thing when yeah. they were when they were learning when there was he was a kid. He said that they they would change the guitar stuff around because mm-hmm. they didn't have one. Yeah, tune it and, like a bajo. Yeah, and pretty much tune it like a bajo, and then he would say that you know his dad would show him, and that's. That's how he he learned, and yeah. that's pretty cool. He's that, actually, he's like, hey man, just let's, let's try this, do this. I I did it. Yeah, that's how. That's exactly how Lee showed me it. And I mean, like I said, we're at the bar, and he told me he he told me what to do. He's like, grab these strings, put them on the bottom. He goes, and you're gonna tune them like this. Wow. And I did it that night at the bar. Wow. I found a little corner where nobody was at. I took the strings off, and then I took the old strings, and I, I didn't even put new strings, man. I put the strings that were already on there. Just shuffled them around? Yeah, I just shuffled them around. I shuffled them. I took it back to Lee, and he was just like, oh. You oh, did you did, oh, snap, okay. He tuned it for me. He showed me, you know, the primera, segunda, tercera, first, second, third. He showed me the chords right then and there. Wow. And um, 
you know, that's pretty much that was my intro. Intro, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my that was my intro to Baco. Did it did it throw you off? Because if you played guitar and everybody who I mean anybody who knows music, positioning is a little bit different, similar but different. So did it kind of throw you off when you went into the bajo because you were kind of sort of expecting to play kind of like the guitar? Honestly, no. I mean, I kind of just I kind of just tackled it the way I would tackle anything else. Just go for it. Do I, it. I've always been able to. I have always been able to transfer between things, you know, fairly well. Wow. Like as a kid, you know, I had, you know, friends and cousins that had, you know, different video game systems than me. Stuff like that. And like the controllers are all different. Right. But it, it never was a huge learning curve to go from one thing to another. That's crazy. That kind of transferred to music with me as well because, you know, when I went from guitar to Baku, I was like, okay, so this chord is kind of like, this shape is like, right. you know, this is like an F chord, and this is like this, kind and this is like, you know, they they have their similarities. Correct, correct. So, so, then, so then tell me this. So tell me about the instruments that you can play. What are your instruments? I've, I've seen you play guitar. I've seen so, you play a bajo. So what are your instruments you so can play? I can play, I play the guitar. I play the bajo sexto. I play the vihuela. Oh, nice. I can play the guitarra de golpe. Oh, wow. I am a... Very, very, very limited guitarron player. Like I know, like five or six notes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough instrument yeah. too. Yeah, that's a that's that's pretty uh, <clears throat> pretty intense stuff right there. Yeah, that's because uh, a lot of octaves, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, uh, very, 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 very amateur bass player. Yeah, you can you can hold your own a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Oh yeah, definitely not a bass player. But you know, <laughs> if you need you need to get through a song or two, I'm your guy. Hey, hey, I hear you. I'm the same way. So then, so then, tell me what what made you pick the guitar and the and the bajo as your primaries? What what got you into that? So the guitar, like I said, I didn't really care for the guitar too much. But um, after after my grandfather's passing, uh-huh. Um, like, like I said, all my grandfather, all his brothers, they were all musicians. They're right. all guitar players. Yeah. And, um, you know, after his passing, I, I missed hearing the guitar in guitar. the house cause we all lived together. Right. And I missed hearing that sound. And I was like, man, I need to take this more seriously. Wow. So that was pretty much it. I wanted to learn how to play the, uh, the trumpet. I wanted to play a horn. Oh really? Yeah. Trumpet or sax or something. I wanted to play something, something brass. Wow. Um, but you know, after after my grandfather passed, I was like, man, I, I need to take this more seriously. Like, I, I need to step up my game. And that was pretty much it. Was it kind of like to just keep the keep the tradition going? Just like, uh, I don't know, like you could say just uh, it just won't die. Right. To keep it alive. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a mixture of that. And it's just, you know, you never you never know how much. uh you miss something until it's not around, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have I have lots of friends that have had, uh, you know, their 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 dads or their grandfathers pass away, and they would. I remember when we were in high school, and they would say, "God, I hate it at home." And I was like, "Why?" Because, dude, my dad's always playing the accordion, or he's playing this song, and or my dad's yep. doing this and that, and and then when their dad was gone, or or you know, their grandfather's like, dude, I missed that. I missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, he would be practicing exactly. or doing whatever, something you like that. You gotta cherish that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, take care of that stuff because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't last it doesn't last forever. So um tell us tell us so tell us who you're currently playing with, I'm pretty sure, unless you're living under rock. Tell us who you're <laughs> playing with now. And then tell us who have you played uh 
you know, who have you played with in the past at Tejano, like, that was stable? Because I know uh, there's a lot of musicians that fill in, you know, had a lot of fill-in stuff. Yes, you know, hey, man, I, I, I need I need a bajo player to get, are you free this weekend? And you were kind of, like, freelance for a while. I did. I did. Um, so, obviously, I mean, I play for Sunny Salceda. Okay. I am a member of Itodo Eso. All That's right. That is my, my main gig. There you go. Um, I've been busy, very, very busy. I haven't done the freelance thing too much, but I used to... Uh, I used to jump around, you know, when we had time off. Right. Now we ain't got no time off. but <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, we've played for, um, I mean, I've played for, I mean, just a lot of people. I mean, I've done the Tejanos in Paradise cruise. I mean, we, we played with Chente, right. Ram, um, Ruben Ramos when we were in Cabo. Wow. Um, oh, man, who am I? Di Marie, Miguel Hernandez. So, oh man, the the list goes on, man. So the, the and, and you did and you did all of this early. Oh yeah, early. All of this. Early. So your resume is pretty. Yeah, I mean, within, within the past six years, I mean, I've played. I've gotten to play. I mean, I was in Cabo. So funny story. You Tell know, me. You're, we're talking about playing with, uh, you know, some some well recognized artists. Spill it. So, I'm a big DLG fan. Oh, dude. I love too. David Lee. Heck love yeah. David Lee. Yeah, yeah. Ever since I was a kid, my my dad's from Poteet. You know, I got my I got roots in Poteet. Correct. So, um, Eddie Penis was playing with the the house band in Cabo. Okay. And um, he looks at me. I'm watching him play because obviously David's up there. Chent is singing, and I'm just like, man, this is this is freaking awesome. awesome. This is so cool. And. Eddie looks at me. They start playing Tonta. Okay. And, you know, it's... I'm like, oh, this is my, my one of my favorite songs. That's your jam. One of my favorite songs from David. <laughs> and Eddie looks at me, and he gives me the nod, like, like come up. And I'm like, oh, Dude. no. Okay, and he's like, come up, come up. And I'm like, okay, okay, right? So, I mean, I, I run up that stage, man. I grab my bajo. Um... He has his bajo, but mine was already set up. I just had to click on the wireless. So let's go. Uh, he gets me up there, and I just I look at my fiance, and I'm just like, record this, record this. Yeah. And I got to play my favorite David Lee song with David, David Lee. Lee and Chente, and I was just like, oh my god, that was like mind blowing. That's so awesome. And it was so. That that's one of the things I can honestly say about. I'm going to say it about San Antonio, dude. A lot of artists, if they see you hanging out, they see you something, or you're playing on the same thing, they'll get you. I've seen Lee do it to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see, I see, I've seen him do it. I, I did that St. Bonaventure church Lee, thing last Lee has year. Been, Lee has been calling me up to jam with him since yeah. I was like 15, 14, shoot. Yeah, he was like, hey, man. He's like there. We're, we're, we're doing some stuff there, and he, uh, I'll see him like, hey, man, get up here. Come, come. Come play it. Come play a tune. Give the old man a little bit of a break, and then get in here. Then okay, that's enough now, young man. <laughs> give it, give it, you got to give it back. I saw that. It's a, it's hilarious, but I I I don't see it too often everywhere else. But I do notice a lot of times here in San Antonio. I do. I've seen some stuff in the in the valley with my dad. I'm fortunate that my dad knows a lot of musicians and whatnot. And I've seen, dude. I've got to see. I'll tell you what. I've got to see Eliseo Robles with my dad. That's cool. I've gotten to see. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Juan Villarreal from Los Cachorros. I've got, you know, you can only imagine, dude. These are guys that, you know, that... Monsters. They're monsters, dude. Those yeah. guys, 
they don't mess around, dude. They're they when they're when they're clicking off to go, you need to be there. Yep. And then and then uh, buckle up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, <laughs> you know, when I interviewed my dad on the show, I had told him, I had asked him, you know, because I've always asked him. I said, Dad, you know, do you ever get nervous? You know, you're playing the man's song, and the man is looking at you play his song, and he's straight up. My dad said, like, nah, I'm not nervous because I. I I sing it and I play it the way I play it. I, I can't change it. You exactly. Know? I change it to me. It's me. It's mine. I make it that way. I said, you never got nervous because I remember, like I told I told him, when I played and it was like a heavy hitter there, there was a really awesome bass player that I was playing bass for him. Dude, I'd get nervous, bro. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I you know, you, and then I got to see, um, I don't know if you saw the video, but the video of Fidencio Ayala, not Fidencio, I keep saying Fidencio, not Fidencio, uh, Jose Luis Ayala, the drummer for Ramon Ayala. Uh-huh. And he had just finished doing a set, and uh, his son was playing. And his son was playing the drums, and he was looking at him. And Fidente, I mean, uh, Jose Luis was watching him anyway. And then they interview, they interview his son and say, hey, man, how did it feel with uh, your dad watching? He's like, he looks at him, gives him a look like, dude, that's, that's the monster, man. That dude knows more than everybody. You know, oh, getting yeah. pretty nervous. Oh, yeah. Who, who makes you nervous, dude? When you're jamming, if you see, some, if you see somebody that plays bajo or guitar... Who's 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 the one that rattles your cage a little bit? Um, man, honestly, there's so many so many amazing bajo players, guitar players out there, mm-hmm. and I could I could genuinely say I don't I don't get too nervous because of the fact that everybody's just so uh, everybody's so polite. Everybody's been yeah. so nice, and I mean I'm great friends with a lot of yeah. amazing musicians. Yeah. Um, Lee, I I never feel nervous when he's when he's watching just because you know he's 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 the nicest one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Yeah, um, monster musician, of absolute beast, oh, one yeah. of my favorites always. Yeah, um, Miguel Hernandez, dude is amazing in just about every instrument you can I know, think of. I've and seen his stuff, dude. Like he sings, he plays. It's just like he's he. There's like I think the list would be smaller to. Check off what he doesn't know how to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I've um, seen that guy. I'm not gonna lie, he was on stage with us playing bass, helping us out for a little bit. Right. Um, man, I'm like, how the heck am I playing bajo and this guy's playing bass right behind me? Like, yeah, how did I get that gig? But yeah, yeah. It, um, worked out. it worked out. Don't get me wrong, um, I get nervous, but like I said, he's he's a friend, man, and yeah. and he's always told me, he's like, hey, man, you know. He's like, hey man, I, like he, if he ever had like a criticism or anything, he came at me with love. So it wasn't like, oh, dude, you're screwing up. It was like, hey man, you know, let's work on this. Or like, hey, yeah. look, let's try something like this. You know, he he was, you know, it was all strictly love. You know, so it's cool. Um, but there's just so many musicians. Um, you know, I <laughs> actually, uh, we did a gig downtown. I think it was Fiesta, and yeah. Juan P was there. I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Juan P. Moreno was watching me play bajo. Nice. And um, no pressure, no pressure. no pressure at all. Right? <laughs> I was just like, first time that had happened. Right. Um. Actually, and I did a gig. Um. I did a gig with Miguel quite a few years ago. I was playing bajo for him, and um, Johnny Lee Rosas was watching us. Oh. Again, no, no pressure. No pressure, no right? Pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Nah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, he, I mean, who's that guy? He right? was going on right after us. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Dude. But, man, we got off stage, and he was like, hey, man, he's like, that little solo you did on that one song, he's like, that was really good, dude. And I was just like, no way. Yeah. Like, that was, that was like, I still think about that. That was yeah. cool. He was, 
It was really cool to meet Johnny Lee. Yeah. Juan P. I actually took a picture of him. Yeah. With him. Yeah. They have they dude, they have a they have a old song. I don't know if you've ever heard it before, but it's an old song, dude. And it was when you know the chamacos were on their P's and Q's, dude. They were uh the name of the song is called Charan Charan Charanga Mambo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that that song to this very day, I still hear it every now and then. I'll I'll, I'll put it on my player. Charamambo, right? Yeah, dude. I that, think if I said that wrong, hopefully that, I didn't butcher it. No, no, no. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But dude, when I first heard that song, I was whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I remember I was a, I was young, dude. I was a kid, and I was like, man, it sounded different. It, the bajo had a little bit of a distortion action going on, and mm-hmm. dude, they, I mean, they were doing stuff that nobody was doing. Oh yeah. And that's one of the things, like, I can honestly say that. Uh, there's few people that take the traditional, right? The traditionalists will be like, no, nah, you know, it's not traditional. You're changing a lot of stuff. There's a lot of rock influence in your playing. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of everything in there. You know, you yeah. see a lot of everything. And uh, it takes courage, man, to, 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 to make your own, to pave your own way. Just, oh, like, yeah. I, just like I told, you know, I, I told Lee one time. I said, man, dude, you're like a, you're like a, what do you call it? The, uh, you're, you're, you're a progressive player. Mm-hmm. Because you're not traditional, you're progressive, and he kind of laughs. He says, "Dude, I just play." Yeah, you know what I mean. And and uh, same thing goes to you. You're, the stuff that you're doing is is different than what everybody else is doing because you have you know traditionalists, but you have a little bit of everything. You know, uh, it's like uh, this one man told me. He's like, "I want you to think of everything like you do, like a buffet." He goes, "When you go to a buffet with all this food, he's like, man, goes, do you eat everything?" Well, like, no, you can't. It's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. He goes, "So what you do is." You take a little bit of everything, and then you 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 take it from there, and then and then next time if you see something again, you're gonna try it. Then you try a little bit more. Oh yeah. And then you you put it all together, and that's you. Exactly. And that's and that's the way music is. You know, you have people that you know that man, they want to sound like whoever, and it doesn't always work that way. It always ends up you it your music evolves. It evolves. It changes. Right. Yeah. And you gotta have the courage to go with the change because sometimes you it, it, it's not what uh it, it's not because uh, you just like a musician everybody else knows we're always what we're always chasing sound right yeah, oh yeah we always want our sound to be different we want it to be what we want it to be exactly and uh, I give you props for going your own way because not a lot of people have the courage to go their own way yeah I mean I mean you know like going back to that traditional uh, thing you know I I've been I've been different. You know, because, I mean, we all know I'm a rocker, you know, heavy metal guy. I mean, if if you don't know, then just listen to the first track of our new, of oh, our new album. I was I was just <laughs> going to bring it up. I, I'm going to play a little snippet of it because you guys, I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions on it because I have it queued up here because okay. th- I, I was like, all right, I'm going to see, I'm going to see if I can get this right because this thing, my transistor radio, I got to point the antenna in the right direction. So I want you to check out, check this first part out. Here we go. Bro. <laughs> oh, pause it. Y'all gotta listen to that. All right. Who came up with the death, the death scream, dude? Because that totally fits it. I, I would have not thought of it, but it fits. So, okay, like for to explain this full story, we gotta we gotta wind back about a about two years, three years maybe. Okay. Um. You know, everybody knows Sunny. Sunny is like outside the box oh, yeah you know he's very he's very progressive like we were just talking about correct correct shut up now um 
you know, being in Sunny, uh, Sunny is a very, how can I say this? He is a very, very educated person. Right. When it comes to music, he's very in depth. He knows so much about music theory and so much different stuff. Right. That being said, he has always explained, expressed to everybody, like, hey, you don't need this. It's good to have, but you don't need it to be a good OG stuff. Molly Crew, yeah. one of his favorite bands, Kiss, mm-hmm. you know, bands like that. Uh, but he does this into some heavier stuff. And, um, you know, he was like, man, he's like, you know, I've always wanted to do like, I've always wanted to do some like heavy metal stuff in a song. And I was like, shoot, bro, let's do it. <laughs> he's like, it'd be so cool to start a song off with like this death metal scream just right at the beginning. Just ah! right and i was like dude let's do it he's like well i don't know how to do that and i was like i do he's like no way right so you know um you know i showed him a couple times nothing crazy right and uh i actually have i have a video of his reaction in the studio for me doing the scream and he's like he's like cackling because he's like he's like dude that's so cool he's like (laughs) (laughs) like it's so funny yeah because he didn't think yeah he didn't and and um you know we we did this we did this album with gilbert velasquez right right, right. most of it we did a couple of tracks are from you know different studios but most majority of it is with gilbert right and you know gilbert we we kind of had to you know warm him up to the idea we're like gilbert you know americo's gonna go in there he's gonna do something you're probably not gonna like it, but just hit record, okay? And, and, and I mean, I mean, who's who's Gilbert, right? I mean, what what is what is what does he know, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah he's again, only, again, no pressure, right? Right, again, no pressure. <laughs> you know, I gotta I gotta scream in front of a uh, you know uh, what is it, 16, 16 Grammy uh, uh, award winning uh, musician I, and producer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I pretty much lost count, but let's just say he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then so shout out Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, we kind of had to warm him up. Like, hey man, you know, this is what we're gonna do. And he's like, all right, whatever, right? We'll like, try you know, whatever. Whatever, you know. You know, and I'm I'm there, and I guess he saw my hand like wave. Yeah. And I guess he thought I was giving him the cue, like let's go. And then I'm I, ready. I, I'm I, ready. I hear the track start, and I was like, okay, right. So I hit I hit the first scream, and it came out you know perfect right and i told him i was like hey man i was like let me try it i was like keep that one let me try a couple more yeah and he's like man what you want you want to be screaming all day or what what the heck's going on yeah that one's good and i was like i was like gilbert just humor me man just give me two more okay all right Uh so you know i took i did three tracks uh three screams Uh and i kept the last two and we stacked them on top of each other. That's yeah, so what, make, make it sound yeah. beefier. Yeah, and then I did, it's, a, it's actually a high one and a low one. Right. And, um, you know, uh, Sonny was like, Sonny's like, man, he's like, I don't know how you do that, dude. He's like, you sound like a dang demon. <laughs> and, uh, Wait, what did, you, did you come up with the story? Like, dude, it's all bottled up anger, man. It's like, it's, it's, all, it's all me. Uh, I wish I could say that, man. It's just uh, a lot of practice. Yeah. It's just something, like I said, I'm a metalhead. That's just something I've always wanted to learn how to do. Yeah. And um, when I was younger, I used to just literally scream at the top of my lungs till I couldn't talk anymore. Wow. And, um, what, what you know, just up, I think maybe three, four, three, four years ago, I actually like buckled down and actually started learning the proper technique and and whatnot yeah because i mean it'll trash your voice if you don't know what if you don't know what you're doing i mean you hear all those guys that go to voice 
I don't even know what you call them, a, a, an ENT guy, right? The ear, nose, and throat guys because mm-hmm. their voice is trash. I mean, and a lot of it is smoking and drinking and God oh, yeah. knows what else. And then you're beating your voice full crank and their vocal cords are trash. But oh, yeah. when I heard that, you had when you had told me about it, like, dude, it's going to sound pretty cool, man. You check it out. And I was like, what are you going to do? He's like, yeah, dude, just watch. I'm like, when I first heard it, I was like, holy shit. I want to know whose idea this was because this is totally, again, off the wall. This is something different, something nobody would do. Like, and then you did it at, with Gilbert Velasquez's operation. Like, what in the hell is this shit? How are we gonna put this in this song, right? Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, Gilbert was cool, man. He 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 responded to it well. He was like, wow. Ah, he's like, I've recorded bands that come and do this. You know, he was he was cool. He, he was, was cool. like, he wasn't like, oh, this is terrible or n- nothing like that. And you know, you know, Gilbert Gilbert is is very much. All about his business, you know. Oh, yeah. All about work. Very oh, yeah. professional. Yeah. But he was he was never uh, like a negative Nancy or yeah. Oh, that sucks or oh, this is terrible or this yeah. song is no good. No, or nothing like that. You know, it was a it was a good uh, learning experience to work with Gilbert because he's very um, yeah. He's very quick. He's very quick. He wants it. You know. Let us get let, it done. Let's get to work. Let's get it done. Kind yeah. of thing. You know. That's and, awesome. And it was it was a cool experience, you know. It was it was a, uh, you know, I've I've been in the studio before, and it was like a little slower paced. So it was like more like, hey, let's you know, let's create, let's create something. And with Gilbert, it's like, okay, you know, you create something. When you come here, you just lay it down. That's that's you know. Yeah, yeah, because he wants it ready to go when exactly. you get there, not wasting exactly. time and your whatever. All right, brother. Well, I got the million dollar question. Okay. This is a little spot here. So my million dollar question is, who would you like to play with? Dead or alive? Anybody? What instruments did you play to? Guitar and bajo. I would love, I would love to jam. And I would, I would play either bajo or guitar with him because mm-hmm. it, it would not matter. I would just, I would just be up there for moral support. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to jam with Stevie Ray Vaughan. Whoo, man. Uh, two favorite Bajo players. And I, I will say, and he thinks I'm just, you know, trying to kiss his butt all the time. But I would have to say Miguel Hernandez is one of He's, dude, he's amazing. He's bro. a beast. He's amazing. And he's he's a guitar player first. Right. Kind of like me, but right. but better. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he, he takes the approach of a guitar onto the bajo. Mm-hmm. And he tries to do a lot of guitar stuff on the bajo, which it just sounds so good. Right. And he just um, he's an amazing musician just to hear all around in okay. general. All right. And, and um, uh, next second one. second favorite bajo player. Go Man, ah, can I do three? No. Nope. Can I do three? Nah, nah, do three. Let do me three. do three. Okay, okay do three. I'll okay. give you three. I'll give you three. In, in no order. Okay? No order. No order. In no order. order. I would say Miguel. Um, Alex Delgado. Alex Delgado. Who does he play with? Uh, he, for the longest time, he was playing with Lobo Cuatro. Okay, okay. I know uh, what you're talking about. He's playing with the Garcia Brothers right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, he's, a, he's an animal. Uh, beast. 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 A uh, longtime friend of my dad's. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, just an amazing Bajo player. Yeah. Taught me a lot of stuff, actually. Uh-huh. All right, man. And and spot number three, man, I'm, I'm, I got to give it to Lee. Yeah. He's just... He's, he's a, just so good, man. He's an and, animal. And it's, his playing is just so different. 
you yeah. know you you know when you can hear when you hear Lee's playing you, you know, know it's him Lee. yeah yeah that's he's, a, that's he's exactly a very distinct player yeah you know a lot of slides a lot of power chords a lot of different stuff that he does that just you know uh, his you, pasadas are like it's Lee yeah it's, it's there's no other way to put it it's just his his playing is is very unique correct correct Masato. and and I've you know being a fan be, him being a mentor it's just you know. Well, there you go. Top three, man. Top three, man. No particular order, No everybody. particular order. No particular order. No well, particular order. Americo, man, I really do appreciate you, everything for your time. Thank you, sir. I really, really I am grateful that you're on our team because he's also one of our uh, Bajos Quinto Gallardo guys. So, yes, sir. So yes, sir. So he's playing our Nabajo. stuff. Nabajo is, is a beast. If you, oh, haven't, if you haven't seen it, you got, you got to see him play it. Uh, it's it's, a, it's an awesome an awesome tool. Yes, sir. And... Um, we really appreciate everything you do for us. We appreciate, you know, you, you putting us out there in front of everybody. And, uh, you know, like, we're very grateful. And, you know, sky's, sky's the limit. Absolutely. And, uh, dude, we'll, we'll uh, most definitely get together again. Heck, yeah. And, uh, guys, y'all need to go catch uh, Sonny. Sonny Sosari told us when you can see uh, Americo tear it up on the guitar and the bajo. And if you're lucky enough and you hear, see, hear that, that death scream. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see it. You'll see it live. We'll have to bug Sonny one time and have him come do the show too. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we'll, man. We'll plan something out for that. Heck yeah! Well, guys, thank y'all for listening. Americo, thank you so very much. Thank you. And we will catch y'all later. Yes, sir.